Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour two. G-Bag Nation just had the Mike Zimmer press conference on last hour. Said some interesting things. Among them on motion and modern NFL offense. Said won't get into details, but we will have answers for those kinds of things so now we will uh, begin the process now that the coaching staff is uh you know nearing completion although he did apparently get a phone call during that uh, that presser from somebody looking for a job so he's going to flush out that staff we'll be heading for the draft and free agency here real quick and then uh, we'll start to see what this football team's going to look like see if they can get you excited i don't know i think that's an awful high bar for me right now considering the way they go through off seasons I might need week six or seven next year for them to be undefeated if I'm going to take a single step towards believing they could do it. Anyway, here's Zach Wolchuk, your NFL news of the day. Thoughts and prayers with those that were uh, shot at the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. Uh, There are currently at least eight to ten people that are being treated at Children's Mercy Hospital. I think it's a very fluid situation. There's more information coming out by the minute, but... My goodness, that is uh, that is a terrifying, tragic situation today that should be a celebration that we really got to enjoy there for the Rangers. Uh, now it's turned into a, a dark and sad one there in Kansas City as they were celebrating their World Super Bowl championship today. But we did get news regarding maybe one of the coaches that was calling Mike Zimmer for a job. And maybe it's Steve Wilkes because Steve Wilkes has just been fired by the 49ers they are relieving him of his services a lot of people are saying that he is now the scapegoat for uh, a Super Bowl loss as Kyle Shanahan confirmed today that they're moving on from Steve Wilkes that means now they've lost Anthony Lynn who was their run game coordinator he's going to join Dan Quinn's staff there with the commanders they've lost their defensive line coach Daryl Tapp who's also going to the commanders to join Dan Quinn James Craig their O-line coach is going to the Raiders and then Clint Kubiak is going to be the Saints offensive coordinator. So a lot of departures on that 49ers staff at Steve Wilkes, one and done there. Uh, and maybe maybe not fair that he's being relieved of his duties after he did do a good job with that San Francisco defense, but they came up short in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was his first year there. People are uh, harkening back to the Super Bowl the other night, and there was a point in the overtime and with like two minutes remaining or so where Kyle Shanahan's furious and the Niners' defense is out there and he has to call a timeout because it looked like the, the Niners were running a cover zero situation and Shanahan was not a fan of it. And there were apparently multiple times throughout the playoffs where Shanahan was calling timeouts or visibly frustrated apparently at whatever it was the defense was cooking up there. So I don't know. I mean, the the, the run defense was clear, clearly an issue for the Niners this year, but their pass defense was fantastic. Uh, but I also understand like Steve Wilkes is not one of these like super creative schematic guys. It's he's kind of we are what we are. We play what we play. We're not really doing too much in the way of disguising 
and uh, we're just going to trust that our players can go out there and make a ton of plays. It's it's similar to what Dan Quinn used to run, you know, the cover three Legion of Boom stuff, you yeah. know, and and those types of defenses have given up. I mean, if you if you look back through the history, you can see those types of defense gi- giving up big leads. Dan Quinn's in the Super Bowl versus Tom Brady. Uh, Pat Mahomes has done it multiple times to, to these types of defenses over the course of the years where you just can't stop them uh, even when you're up by 10 points or so. But it, it didn't seem like the defense was the problem on Super Bowl Sunday. 19 points in regulation is what they allowed. I mean, you'd think that that's good enough to win a football game. Yeah. Yeah, you would. I wonder what. I wonder if Brandon Staley's his guy. Could be. Uh, or who ends up, like, you know, where he goes here will be interesting. I think there's frustration. And I guess it's not, I mean, it's one of those things where they, they had to play the Super Bowl, right? So they're not going to make a decision to move on from a coach until after the Super Bowl. But now it's okay. All of these coaching positions have been filled. So I think there's some in NFL circles that are viewing this as like you're using him as a scapegoat. Now you're doing him dirty to where it's going to be difficult for him to get another job. But, hey, Mike Zimmer does have some openings in the staff. Now, some people have already reached out and said, what do you think about Steve Wilkes being a linebackers coach? His background is a defensive backs coach. Right. So maybe, maybe uh, there is something that they can do. Al Harris is not going anywhere. Mike Zimmer went ahead and said that. McCarthy wanted to keep Al Harris on staff, and Mike Zimmer was a fan of that and said, I, I you know, he likes Al Harris. So I don't think Steve Wilkes will be joining the Cowboys staff, but he's looking for a job now, and it's a bummer for him. We also have John Lynch talking yesterday about Brandon Ayuk, and uh, you brought the Ayuk story during football's finest yesterday, Eric, but... John Lynch said, uh, you want a guy like him going forward. It doesn't appear that he's going to be going anywhere. They're going to prioritize uh, a bunch of different things, said John Lynch, their general manager. But Brandon's one of the things that they're going to prioritize moving into the offseason. So we'll have to monitor the Brandon Ayuk situation. And if you didn't see a handshake after the Super Bowl between Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan, which I didn't even notice, uh, that wasn't something that I really cared about, but I guess it was predetermined. The two of them, Kyle Shanahan said, we talked on Monday when we played each other last time. It took about 25 minutes to shake his hand. So we both talked on Monday that regardless of who won, today he loves Andy Reid. He's tight with Andy. But we talked and we just said we're not going to do the handshake after these Super Bowls because I guess everybody's running onto the field. Yeah, it's chaotic. It's tough to find each other at midfield. And it's just like, hey, look, we got respect for each other. Let's just head back to the locker room. Felt like within seconds, Andy Reid was was jumping hugging, on Chris Jones. Hugging, or yes, yes, there was the Chris Jones mounting, which was pretty insane. Uh, but I it felt like he was hugging his wife within seconds of of the confetti falling down. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't. Uh, I, the idea that Kyle Shanahan waited 25 minutes to shake his hand the first Crazy. time around as the losing coach. What is he doing there? Is he standing on the field watching in sadness, waiting for an opportunity I don't know. To, to shake Andy Reid's hand? That sounds insane to me. So I think this is a smart move by them. Yeah, me too. Uh, we also have, this is an insane story. So we knew that Joe Tooney didn't play in the Super Bowl because he had a peck injury. Nick Allegretti, who was the backup guard, uh, he also welcomed in twin daughters the morning of the Super Bowl. So congratulations to him. But during the game, he played 79 total offensive snaps despite tearing his UCL in his left shoulder during the second quarter. The Tommy John? UCL, if that's Tommy John, then sure. Uh, that's the, 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 the elbow. The collateral ligament. I think that's in your shoulder, though. His was shoulder, though, right? Yeah, it sounds like it was uh, his left shoulder. Do we have multiple okay. UCLs? Yeah. Yeah, it must be. 
Uh, I am no doctor, so or maybe gonna, maybe they go from right. maybe they run elbow to shoulder or something like that, and he, his was torn up in his shoulder as compared to the elbow. But that just sounds so painful, and the guy just yeah. stays out there, guts it out, man. I mean, these football players are absolutely insane. Hockey players as well. Shout out to the Stars for a big win last night. Hey, and Toradol once again. That's true. The adrenaline drug. that'll help. It'll kind of, and then afterwards you're like, holy crap, this hurts so bad. But during the game, you're able to kind of mask the pain. The, uh, the storyline that we've been kicking around, I know we've had a little bit of a disagreement as well, the Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey sideline deal. Now, of course, we have the new episode of the New Heights podcast they recorded yeah. yesterday, came out today. And there's nothing like, you know, family to be able to hold you accountable. And Travis was apologetic after the game, and I'm sure he continued to be. So let's hear from the Kelsey bros first, and we'll hear from Tom Brady, who's known for his own sideline incidents. But here's the Kelsey bros going back and forth about what happened with Andy Reid. The broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with Coach Reed. <laughs> heated. So heated. People are all over this. I mean, I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping Coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The, the yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reed. Coach <laughs> Reed knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not. I immediately wish I would have took it back. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know, hey, man, I love your passion. I got cameras on me all over the place, man. He's letting you know not, not to be like that. Just fired me up even more to go out there and get a f-ing victory for him, man. Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby. But damn, I love winning with you. You got to have your head on a swivel because next time he gets fired up at you, he's coming hot at you. You know that. Oh, yeah, I deserve it. If he would have cold cocked me in the face right there, I would have just ate it and just been like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I'm not trying to make this situation acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals. This doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. That's what nobody knows. The reason this happens is because you two love each other so much and respect each other so much that you feel open enough to have an interaction like this. It wasn't me mad at Coach Reed as as it looks. It was the frustration of our team not having success, turning the ball over, and me being on the sideline. Just on the sideline. Damn it. It was pleading with your head coach <laughs> to let you go out there and win this month. That's what it was. Me and you both know what it was. Andy knows what you mean to him and what he means to you. So there they are, uh, clear in the air on the sideline antic between him and Coach Reed. And I, I do think, like, if it's, if it's other another player, it's not going over the same. But because it's Travis Kelsey and Andy Reed, if it was Mahomes and Andy Reed, if it's Chris Jones and Andy Reed, uh, that's why, to me, I was kind of giving that thing a pass there. But Travis certainly doing the right thing and letting him know, like, hey, I, I can't let that happen again. Yeah, it's a bad look. You know, it's bad optics, and that's not how players act. You know, that's beyond, that's outside of the boundaries of what acceptable behavior is. I love how his, uh, you know, his brother kept him accountable. And, and Travis vulnerable there. Yes. You know, I think, man, it's it, it, sometimes I get through a game just coaching where I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I didn't act like a jackass to anybody in any moment today. And that's rare, you know. Like well, jackass sure behavior too. when I'm competing is is going to happen. You know, and at the time, if you don't like it, you can kiss my ass. I'm yeah. trying to win this game, you know. And then afterwards, you're like, wow, who was that guy? Yeah. You know? It's um, the competitor in you, Dawson. That's right. Don't, let that, don't, don't I, let that flame The dog comes out and barks. I can't imagine know? Travis Kelsey, though, saying after Andy Reid came up to him and said, I love the passion, but I got cameras all over me. That got him more fired up. Like, what was the more fired up version of Travis Kelsey? <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Well, yesterday I asked you guys if we were going to get the NFL films to give us the sound. Mm-hmm. Did we? Inside the NFL, 
they they showed it, but they talked over it and muted the actual sound. Oh, come on! So it's gonna. I think it's gonna take some level of TMZ. We're gonna need a. We're gonna need an NFL NFL films leak. You know, somebody's gonna have to step up here and make a play for us. I don't think we're just gonna get the NFL handing us over what was said. Don't there. be cowards. We want to I hear want the. Fine. I want to see a fine. For for uh, yep. Travis, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need a fine. Yeah, you're sorry. I know you're passionate, but you almost bumped that elderly man and knocked him on the ground. <laughs> It'd yep. be funny if Andy Reid gave him a fine. Okay, He's... we can't be having that out here on the NFL. I don't care if you're the best friends or not with a coach. You can't be doing that. Look, they're fining for not wearing the right socks. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, the NFL probably would go ahead and find him. Here was Tom Brady, who certainly is known for his own sideline outburst, the uh, Let's Go podcast that now has not just Tom Brady and and Mr. Gray. But it's also Larry Fitzgerald. So here's Tommy talking about uh, Reed and Kelsey. I spoke about Coach Reed is and, and Travis, but like it's it speaks to the self confidence that Coach Reed has in himself too, because he doesn't take that personally at all. He doesn't look at that and feel like someone offended him, or he takes it for what it is and doesn't make it more than it is, and doesn't see like someone's trying to belittle him. He's not trying. Travis's not trying to do any of those things. He's just trying to be fired up and stay in the moment. And, and you could see the level of intensity he had in the pregame, during the game, in the postgame, when he was singing Viva Las Vegas. I mean, he was on fire last night. So, you know, he gets to go out there and, you know, to the victory, go the, to the victor goes the spoils, and, and, and they, they had it going. I do wonder if uh, as the Chiefs continue this dynastic run and Brady's now going to be in broadcasting if there's going to be some sort of competitive fire in him that's like, bleep this. You know, I, I am yeah. the best. My teams were the best. Yeah. We won seven. I didn't think anyone was getting close to this. Now, all of a sudden, we have this damn Kansas City team that I beat my last time winning a championship in New England that's trying to take some of my shine. And that'll be the only thing that helps him sleep at night. If they if they end up touching that, that the seven rings or whatever, uh, or if Mahomes ends up surpassing by chance, that'll be the only thing as he barrels into his you know mid fifties and sixties that'll keep him uh, <laughs> that'll keep him going to sleep at night as well. I beat him. Not only did I beat him as a Patriot, I went into Arrowhead and beat him. I also snapped my fingers, became a Buck, and beat him in the Super Bowl. There, it's true by a mile. Man, I saw highlights of Gronk in that game. Uh, Gronk had like two touchdowns. He was a monster in that Super Bowl game too. Travis Kelsey did nothing. So it was, I mean, that's another one. It's like Gronk versus Kelsey, mm. Brady versus Mahomes. That game, Brady and Gronk certainly looked like the superior duo when it came to quarterback and tight end. It does add a fun element to it, the similarities of the quarterback and tight end duo that we, you know, they're so synonymous with each other. And Mahomes having his tight end yeah. and, and Brady having his, it does make it that much more fun. Thank you, Woolchuck. Thank you. Every afternoon, it's been a tradition here in the GBAC Nation. Woolchuck's delivering the NFL news of the day. Now, I believe something happens once the baseball season starts. Do we have a player show or maybe it's CY or something where it'll yeah, interrupt get, the flow of that a little bit? I think oh. Monday we get CY, Tuesdays we get the player show. Yeah, player show's usually 320. Okay. Uh, but it's the 420 CY that, that messes oh, up with right. the top 10 list. The top 10, yeah. that's right. So we either bump the top 10 to the 45 or the 4. Woolchuck's coming in hot with the uh, top 10 in about an hour from now. Up next, we do have baseball. The Ranger stories of the day is next in the nation. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the 
same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Yeah, buddy, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan, already making plans for Flagtober 2024. We'll be back seeing you in your neck of the woods here, October 2024, with a fresh batch of G-Bag Nation flags. And uh, it'll be the first Flagtober with the Rangers as World Series champions. And uh, hopefully at that point, they'll be deep in the playoffs as they were. I remember the Tour de DFW last year was after the nightmare loss of Game 5 to the Astros. And people were just absolutely gutted as we made our way around DFW. Obviously, you'd shake your hands and, hey, how's it going, man? High five. Uh, yeah, dude, I can't believe what happened last night. Do they still have a chance? And people were in various states of, of lacking, leaking, really leaking confidence that morning. Yes. Collectively. I we was were. leaking big time. Yeah. I think I'd lost my voice that game. We were running up and down the uh, stands trying to get people fired up there at game five. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you were. Oh. that was when you were rallying the, trying, the troops man. of section 133. It was tough, but yeah, I definitely, I was thinking, going back to Houston, you need to win both of them. I think they could get game six, but can they win both? And man, game seven wasn't even close. That thing was over by the third inning. Well, let's talk some Rangers here with you. A segment is brought to you by Soda. That is state-of-the-art. It's brought to you by the Frankels as well. Uh, yeah, life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin and Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817 Go online to truckwreck.com. The Athletic has a piece up where uh, Wyatt Lankford and Evan Carter put us among the teams uh, with the best prospects, at least at the very top end. Maybe the depth of our prospects isn't there, but one, two, holy cow. And, you know, I think what JD did for us, drafting Evan Carter and then getting fired, those two things. Uh, you know, in the last 24 months or so of his watch, we're such a huge blessing for this organization. And I do want to salute J.D. just one more time for that. A great draft pick that everybody thought he was a complete idiot for. He nailed it. And then, you know, at some point yeah. in the next 12 to 18 months or so, his behavior combined with the greatness of CY convinced ownership it's time to can J.D., and it was his final stroke of genius that uh, pushed us on this championship uh, trajectory. Um, but man, they, uh, they post the top 20 prospects for the year and considering how amazing 
Evan Carter was last year. Are you guys surprised that Wyatt Langford is still like consensus, the top prospect on, in the organization? I mean, that was a historic and iconic postseason run for any player. Yes. Let alone basically in his big league debuts. Yes, I, I absolutely have been surprised by it. Like we've 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 seen it not not only just seen it generally, uh, but we've seen it in the biggest moments, the biggest stage. And it's it felt like after every playoff or World Series game, it was like there was a new uh record, a uh, notch on the belt of the young Evan Carter, and it feels like you know for sure. Now Wyatt Langford feels as close to a sure thing with the way that he's played as well uh, and how he's just marched through every level to this point just with flying colors but when you've seen it at the big league level you've seen it in the playoffs you've seen it in the world series I don't know how you can not have him number one in all of baseball yeah like why Lankford ends the year getting on base 14 of his last 26 times in AAA, Evan Carter was doing ridiculously stupid things that if not better against like Tampa yeah, against Baltimore, against Houston. He kind of cooled off towards the end. And we see how often, like, even number one prospects can flop. You know Evan Carter is not going to flop by the way that he arrived. But right. maybe it's possible that we've kind of seen the peak of Carter. You know, maybe it's not going to be that good because of his struggles against left-handed pitching. And I think that's really what they're looking at. That's definitely going to be a key factor coming into this season. Uh, is Evan Carter able to show you in spring training that he can hit lefties? Because that was a talking point before every single game in the postseason. The Rangers were able to dodge it. Uh, quite a bit because they faced some teams that didn't have a ton of hefty lefties they were having to go up against. But I also think it's the pop that Wyatt Langford brings you compared to Evan Carter. Yes. Langford is a power guy that can hit 25 to 35 home runs for you. Uh, Evan Carter is doesn't quite have that same power, and they're both, I think, very comparable defensively. They can cover a lot of ground. Both can play center. Both can play a corner outfield for you. But it is hard when you look at the success that Evan Carter had in the postseason at the big league level to say, like, really? There's another guy over here that's maybe better than him as a prospect? But it also speaks to why I believe this is so sustainable, and we can pray and hope for dynasty here in texas with the rangers yeah and, and i think the other thing too is just the eye test you know who 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 wears the uniform better and wyatt langford is a clear-cut winner in the who is who Good can Lord. fill out a uniform gosh, and evan, evan carter is just you know he's on the opposite end of that spectrum yeah uh, which made it a little bit more fun every time you watch just lanky evan carter Uh, you're like oh my gosh and uh, he keeps doing these awesome things uh but yeah the pop and then just the cocky built nature of Wyatt Langford dude he just he commands respect immediately he does and you know I I, I, apparently he's going to be even better than Evan Carter which should be every reason for us to just be over the moon ecstatic about what this team is capable of if they can get uh obviously the uh the starting pitching you know, together enough to keep them in contention at midseason. I, I think the reinforcements they're going to get should, you know, very much push them into a, v- a very solid playoff team. And, you know, I, I, I think now what you're looking at is a, a team that's done it. You have the superstar coach combo. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, I think it's more important in basketball and it's more important in football than, than in baseball. But, I mean, when all the chips are down in these games, it's, it's the same things that are in common. The Rangers were just better well, while other teams were underperforming in the biggest moments. And Bruce Bochy has a reputation for pushing those buttons. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that Bochy worked such magic, oftentimes no. with, you know, average playoff teams from the, what they were in the regular season. And then when the postseason hit, they performed beyond expectation. I'm not, I think we can bank on that. Yeah. You know, and, and I think so too. It's really exciting. 
Okay, they say with Carter, though, the inability to hit lefties is troubling, could limit how much that you play him if you if he starts slumping. Do you have to prepare maybe for the idea that he could be more of a platoon outfielder? That's just weird. But you did get incredibly lucky that the Houston Astros had no left-handers in their bullpen, and you're just not going to have that happen ever again. Yeah, um, the odds of that are, are extremely unlikely. I do feel, though, that Evan Carter, he's such a hard worker, I think he just has such an eye at the plate. He's going to figure out a way to where he can at least be serviceable against lefties so it's not just like we can't put you in the lineup. Yeah, and I do think that you have, like the Rangers are in an embarrassment of riches a little bit when it comes to the lineup that you can, I don't think it's a full-on, we don't have, we're like, we're not going to play you, but you just push them down the order a little bit. And I and I do wonder what the different, you know, how how versatile, how married Bochy's going to be this year to the the Simeon Seager one and two. Is that a guaranteed situation, or will you see a little bit more? You know, it, will that be a little bit more malleable based on the matchups and things like that? Because I think you can get super creative with this lineup, and the lineup and the defense are the things that give you the most confidence that they can get by through the first half of the season with the pitching question marks. Yeah, yeah, that's the only question mark, and I think the way they they navigated it last year also gives me confidence, although. You know, I don't even know if you have a fifth starter right now. It's kind of a mystery going into that. Bradford. Okay. Uh, Sebastian Walcott, 18-year-old with great power, is the third-ranked prospect here in the Rangers' top 20 in the athletic. They say he's probably going to outgrow shortstop, maybe a third baseman or even an outfielder with huge upside, and it's a risky unknown. But he is so dripping with talent and potential and size that he could dominate uh, the 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 diamond from from the batter's box, mm-hmm. but he is high risk, high reward. Just a kid. I think he was in single A last year. Those are your top three guys, and those are your only three guys in the MLB top one hundred overall. So that's kind of one takeaway. You got the two guys right now who are amazing. After that, Justin Foscue, the the second baseman, who's probably more of a DH, lacks speed. Brock Porter, and then it gets really interesting as well because I, I think the other big takeaway of these rankings, Wolchuk, is you got to come all the way down to number 14 before you get to the number two overall pick in the 2021 draft. Had a 5.37 ERA in his first two seasons in the minors. That is Jack Leiter. I'm starting to think he's like the Arch Manning of the Rangers. That would be a bummer. Uh, I mean, certainly I think that the the hype train for Jack Leiter took a big hit last year. He did. They made some changes. Chris Young talked to us about that, and they kind of shut him down for a period to regroup and recalibrate, and he did finish the season on a positive note. Can he carry that over? How does he look in surprise? I think that's going to be a player that we've got to be watching. And another guy that I that I do like a lot that Ranger fans should just know the name of is Aaron Zavala, who's another outfielder that I've heard really big things about in Frisco. I mean, you mentioned Walcott. I don't know exactly where he's going to be able to play. The Rangers have an abundance of outfielders. You've got Corey Seager locked up at short. Uh, if Ezekiel Duran is a guy that they like, and I don't think they want to move, when you start to get to the trade deadline at only 18 years old, Sebastian Walcott might be a guy that can net you some positive returns. Yes. Yeah, I think there's a number of guys. And, you know, the good news at pitching is there's there's quite a few guys who, um, you know, are, are uh, starting prospects. Uh, is it Josh Steffen? Owen White. Yeah, Owen White. Jose Owen White Cornel. needs to step up. He needs to get some major league playing time this year again. Brock Porter. 
Yeah. And uh, and Kumar Rocker should be healthy by midsummer. Still has really good potential. They tweaked some of his mechanics before he got hurt last year and was trending in uh, in a much better direction. But he hasn't really been healthy, the article was saying, since 2019. So, you know, m- there might be all sorts of potential in Kumar Rocker, who was one of the best pitchers when he was in college that might just be ready to, to burst back onto the scene. RIG Bag Nation, excited to get out there. We're flying to Surprise Arizona next Sunday, so in just 10 or 11 days. When we return here in the G Bag Nation, what are we looking at here with conditioning test, Chief? Well, Mike Baskey gave us uh, a great spring training conditioning test story as your world champion P's and C's reports a surprise. We'll do that next year in the nation. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, welcome back, G-Bag Nation. An update on the story at the Kansas City Parade where apparently 10 people have been shot. As uh, many, maybe multiple uh, deceased, at least one. There is a new video going viral of apparently one of the shooters, quote, one of the shooters being tackled and subdued by multiple Chiefs fans. Um, I, I don't know, you know, but as, as many as three shooters, according to reports that you're trying to, and here come the officers arriving a minute or so later to get this uh, this shooter that was tackled by by multiple fans, but that's about all the information as uh, the details are a, a little bit uh, uh, foggy. But, you know, a sad story as uh, the, the, the celebration was was interrupted and, and for a couple of families and, and, and groups of friends in the most traumatic way. So life will never be the same for a couple of people once again here as we watch these uh, things unfold. Uh, just uh, unreal. Uh, and here is Eric Chiafalo with some sports. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, just just absolutely heartbreaking uh and we will continue to see what other facts come out of this it looks like yeah there could have been upwards of three 
three different shooters. Mm. Um, so we'll we'll keep everybody posted. But absolutely heartbreaking out of Kansas City. It's supposed to be a day of uh, of nothing but nothing but joy when you're a champion. That parade day we all remember here in Arlington. It wasn't long ago when the world champion Texas Rangers took the stage and uh, we had ourselves an amazing day. And it's really unfortunate what's going down in Kansas City right now. I was looking forward to having some fun with 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 parade audio. And now I don't know if I can do it in good conscience what's going on out there but we do have good news going on with our world champion rangers as the uh the the rangers p's and c's they are in surprise ladies and gentlemen baseball is back uh the shortest off season in rangers history is officially over and it's baseball time and so in honor of that we'll have some fun things to do here i'm looking forward to catching up with old uh old murph coming up at the top of the hour and we'll ask him about some conditioning tests because when you get to spring training all of a sudden hmm. now we gotta we gotta see where's everybody at here are you are you limping into spring training or are you gonna come in in tip-top shape and we don't have to get you in shape basket had a great story today that we'll get to momentarily i am curious to the tolos though throughout your time of athletics uh, or if you're a, a supreme badass like Lucius and you serve this country I'm sure you have some uh, some some insane conditioning style stories uh, and what would be what would be the one seed for the most difficult conditioning test that sticks out to you uh, for you personally we'll get to Basky's story here in just a moment uh, but I also saw this now we have Mad Dog we have we have Mike Maddox in our world champion organization, and that's a beautiful thing. Uh, but his brother, Greg, mm-hmm. was apparently... Are you guys familiar with the level of uh, prankster that that Greg is and, and was? It might rattle a, be- a ring a bell. I don't know. No. Rattle a cage. I mean, I know about the greatness he was as a pitcher, but no, not as a prankster. The greatness is there for sure. Apparently, he was a diabolical sort of prankster here. Now, what I have, and I saw this on Instagram... Uh, it's 60 seconds. It, it's sort of a compilation. One, and I know Walchuk loves a good compilation. You got one, you got one. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> it, start, it starts with, <laughs> with, with one, uh, one former teammate telling a story about the, the P prankster himself, Greg Maddox. And then it morphs into another story from another teammate, P prankster. And then it closes down with Greg being asked about it. And he's obviously deny, deny, deny mode. But here's 60 seconds of, of Greg Maddox being just a wild, savage animal. He addressed me one cold day, myself, Jerome Walton, Dwight Gooden, Sean Dustin. We were sitting in the jacuzzi and he asked me, he says, hey, Hawk, have you ever seen four black guys run from one white guy? And I looked at him amazed and I said, no, 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 mad dog, not really. So he said, no, no. He said, seriously, have you ever seen four black guys run from one white guy? And I nodded and I said no again and he walks over to the jacuzzi and he drops his shorts and he starts taking a leak in the jacuzzi. And uh, man, we were scattering everywhere. What? So he looked at it and he said, run brothers, run. Maddox would find something important to talk to me about in the shower. I'd be locked in, engaged in conversation. I mean, you're talking to Greg Maddox and everybody else in the shower would start snickering. I'd look down and he'd be peeing all over. You wouldn't do that, would you? Uh, people like to make stuff up as time goes by. I took the blame for a lot of stuff and still do. I mean, I still hear stories and and I don't remember that story that way. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow, I don't know. I, what I heard was not pranks. 
Uh, yeah, may, maybe maybe, maybe, that's took over the line. maybe that's underselling it so here. There is an if article. Greg Maddox is in a multi-time Cy Young winner, I think I would have kicked his ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think he might have been Trevor yeah. Boward. Um, These aren't funny, dude. You're just peeing on people. <laughs> no, it's funny. It is funny because we weren't being peed on, okay? okay? Right. And we weren't in the jacuzzi that was being peed in. Okay. okay. Now, I will also ask you, for those of you that are urinating in jacuzzis, what is the difference there between what Greg did and what you're doing just sitting there? But that's a story for another day. Nonetheless, it is uh. funny because from our vantage point, we're just hearing about the guy having a serious intimate conversation right. in the shower with his teammate not, not know you know unbeknownst to him he's being urinated on john, just a matter of perspective john smoltz according to an interview on the dan patrick show said that maddox used to uh use his rental car to rear-end other players rental cars until the bumper literally fell off and it went in other people's <laughs> rental cars like smoltz maddox would spit tobacco everywhere while picking his nose and leaving it wherever he felt like it. In the clubhouse, he would go full Eric Chiafalo and hog loogies onto the ceiling and wait for them to fall on reporters and other innocent passerbys. I've done that once or twice. I mean, let's not make it seem like I have a habit of that. This guy is even more savage an animal than than I thought even just two minutes ago. I had no idea about these. We're gonna, when we catch up with, with our Mad Dog, our world champion Mad Dog in surprise, we're going to have to get to the bottom of this that's right uh and figure out i mean i mean my god that's a matter he's free to talk about i mean, yeah. I, mean I mean being the being the brother We're of that guy sued. I, I can't talk about this one sorry <laughs> i mean being the brother of that level of yeah prankster, growing up in that yeah. household i'd have oh been terrified to go gosh. home the crap they must have done to each other there is just insane yeah, see, there's to me, there's funny, like clever pranking, and then there's bully pranking with, through status or physical intimidation. Peeing and I know people. which one Greg applied to. My yes. older brother thought it was funny to pick up snakes and be like, oh, hey, hey, hey. And I was definitely afraid of snakes. And, you know, I, I let him know, even though he was two years older than me, we're not playing this game, buddy. I'll take that snake move over the Greg Maddox snake move. <laughs> yes, who knows what that one could have been. Here, here's, uh, <laughs> here's Mike Bassick this morning with the KNC Masterpiece on P's and C's reporting to Surprise Day here on your home of the world champion Rangers, talking about the conditioning test, what it was that him and his guys had to go through, and he's got a beautiful, just perfect Bartolo Colon nugget in there for you as well to know did we come in shape or not do we have to do extra cardio during the first few weeks of spring training or do we just have to do normal cardio and i know this is going to be a little bit tough to explain but he would draw up a football field with end zone and you'd start off you'd have two minutes and 55 seconds to complete this you'd start off at the back of the end zone and you'd hit the 25 then the rest of the way you're hitting the front of the end zone then you'd hit the front of the end zone to the 50 and then the front of the end zone to the 75 or the other 25. And then the front of the end zone to the end zone. Then the back of the end zone to the back of the end zone to the front of the end zone. So if you accomplish that, which like Bartolo Colon, when I was with Cleveland, never accomplished it. (laughs) Uh, In fact, he got to the point where he's like, I'm not running it, so let's just do whatever we have to do. But but, uh, that was our test with – Cleveland and then when I was with Texas because John Hart brought him over from Cleveland so that was kind of our are you in shape or aren't you in shape when you showed up and so I practiced that quite a bit knowing that I wanted to pass that I am slow I am not (laughs) a fast runner so I'm giving it all so these little middle infielders are like all right you did it two minutes and 25 seconds I'm working my ass off and like 251 and I'm like thank the good lord I did it yay 
congratulations, Mike Bassick, you did it. Uh, that's like almost a thousand yards worth of running there, and that involves like touching lines. You know, the bending down to have to touch the line. That was always a thing. Like the old suicides. You know, yeah, the gassers, uh. the suicides. For us, it, like in two a days. Until we actually got to the season starting, it was like full in the sun, hot August practice. Then you take your pads off and you got to run six 200s in a certain time allotment for each position. And that was that was brutal. What Baskey was just talking about seemed like a nightmare. I imagine Lucius, I mean, when 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 you think about condition conditioning tests throughout your time, I can't even fathom. The tests were pretty easy, actually. Once you hit your numbers, like they tell you what you need to do. The tests were pretty easy. It was getting ready for the test. Okay. Uh, there was a thing called towel pushes. Like in the military, they want their their floors always clean and shiny and waxy, right? Yes. So to prep that, you have to get a towel out, get in like bear crawl position, and push the towel on these mm. long floors, bro. Oh, and no. you, It's just a little bit of a towel. So now you have to go up that floor, then back down that floor like you oh. would be on vacuuming. Man, your legs be on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, is that all hammy? Is that all hammy? all hams. You just got to hold it up. Oh, God. Hurry up, hurry up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. They, they, they screaming like that the whole time while you're doing it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You get behind Alexander. Let's go. Now let's go. You're like, damn, man. Dude. Oh, man, that's tough. And then the towels sometimes get cut up a little bit, and then you fall some. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. Oh, yeah, you're going, fa- you're going yeah, face you're going plants. It does look ridiculous. You look crazy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, whole lot of dudes with their butts all up in the air, all high like. <laughs> well, what was the what was the high school football conditioning that you remember? Was it gassers? Was it get on the sideline and run the the yeah, the width run. of the field? It was the width of the field. The width, yeah, yeah. it was definitely the width of the field. We used to have these, uh, and the, you hear that whistle over. Beep, beep, beep. It never stops. Never stops, dude. Beep, beep. We did that one one year in uh, in um, Oxnard, Abasics. Now I was slow at it. You know, and I think Bassick did beat me. He'd been working the Peloton uh, pretty significantly. Oh, there you go, Baski. Uh, I'd have no shot. That's a great workout, though. I couldn't imagine having to do that in a, in a certain amount of time. No. Uh, I, can't even, I can't even fathom oh. having to do some of these things like now, the stuff that we had to do back then. It would be like after a, an intense day of lifting and, and like conditioning, and then at the end, it's like, here's a gut quarter. And it's just run a lap around the track. You got like sixty seconds to do it. If you don't do Here's it, you got to do it again. Bear crawls and lunges. Yeah. The bear full crawls. Um, oh, but- there's another one in the military. I remember, uh, we have to have on our full gear and tread water. Full gear, tread water. See, yeah, those These are, are crazy. boots and everything. Dog. Yeah, it's, how long, oh, dude? Uh, it feels like forever. Feels like for- <laughs> I guarantee like it. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, 808 at the U.S. Naval Academy, your junior year, you used to have to jump off a 10-meter diving board, then swim the 40-year swim, uh, is what they called it, which is swimming a mile in 40 minutes while in uniform. And this is a requirement to graduate. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, what do you do? 50 yards and maybe a minute? And you got to multiply that by flipping 32? Oh, full uni, bro. Oh, my goodness. Disaster. That sounds like it. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think I'd probably flip over to my back and try to do some like sort of backstrokey thing. Yeah, you know, just kind of going nice and slow about it, old man style. Thank you, Chia Follow. That's two hours down, three to go. We're talking Rangers baseball with the legend, a two-time World Series participant, a proud man at a Baylor, and uh, a current member of the television broadcast team. It's David Murphy with you next right here, G Back Nation and the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.